Hey folks, we missed you. We're glad we're back and we're excited for you to listen to this awesome cast. But before we begin, we want to make sure that you are following us on all of our social media platforms, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and that you are streaming um, and listening to us, subscribe, rating us, all those things, wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it be Stitcher, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and we're working our way to other platforms so that we are accessible to you. Yes. Um, This is a fun cast. This is our first episode of the third season we are really excited to talk about all the things that we talked about our contract got renewed for a third season we're so so happy (laughs) we're so happy um our dabbling section was just like a bunch of random stuff yeah but our dribbling section i think was probably the most lit because we were um talking about the nba yeah because that's what we care about so much yeah and the new season started this monday it actually started today at the time that we're recording this so if you're listening to this tomorrow then it's yesterday right if you're listening to this on wednesday then it was on monday no it it started today i know but if you're listening to this podcast not on monday it's tuesday today is tuesday yeah, today's Tuesday, sorry. Okay, that's what I was but, like, I'm but, a buddy. But, 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 it started on Tuesday. If you're listening to this on Thursday, it started on Tuesday still. Um, and it, it, we're really excited. I took for- the day off of work today, so I forgot <laughs> what day it was. Um, so we talk a lot about kind of what we think is going to happen as far as the NBA is concerned. Uh, some of the things that happened during media day in China, some mishaps as far as some conversations people had. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about uh, where we think, well, actually, what else we talk about? We talked about the beef between Dame and Shaq. Mm-hmm. That seems very violent, but also very fun. <laughs> um, there's some injuries. There's some players who got paid a lot of money. A lot of moolah. Don't know if that's as much money as they should be getting but we think it's great the players are uh, the teams are investing in players who are great for their locker room and their culture absolutely um, checking on Carmelo where he at we talked about six NBA rigs if you don't stop with that toy <laughs> um, we talked about milestones in the NBA this year we have a lot of upcoming records to be mm-hmm. broken this year as far as players and coaches and teams with longevity and uh, if you no, what's good for you? Um, <laughs> and then I would say, yeah, and then we highlight some dope people. Very, very dope people. Yeah, I'm excited for this cast. It's a, it's a good one. Make sure you check it out. And uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's keep it moving and listen to the cast. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of. Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. It is season three. You know what it is. Trifecta. The season season of revenge. Coming back. Season of revenge. Yeah, people be on the lookout. So now we can say the annual episode because it's the third time we're doing it. Yeah. like Because, you know, it's the first. It's not the first annual. It's the inaugural, the second, and then it's the annual. Can you use inaugural more than... Yeah, because you get inaugurated the second term, right, as president? I think so. Okay, well, we're doing it about right. regardless. Third season. I'm, I'm excited it. about it. How, how are you? Man, killing it. Yeah. Um, Should we do some Darkos and LeBrons? Yeah, sure. Darkos, which is our lows, mm-hmm. and LeBrons, which is our highs. Yeah. If you don't know what that means, just Google it. Darko Militich, LeBron James. Just Google it. Heard of them. Heard of them. Go ahead. Same draft class. Anyway, um, my Darkos... I'm actually kind of tired. Mm, I've had like mm. a nonstop. You're using a lot of hand gestures for someone who's tired. I, I know because <laughs> I'm trying to keep myself awake. <laughs> woo, woo. Um, no, so I'm 
pretty tired. So my Darko is just like my body being like, you're mm-hmm. tired. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, but I have all these things I have to do. I hear that. And I have like, you know, I have to also take care of my body and like go work out and eat well and right. drink water and you know just all these things that like i was told i have to do and like i'm just like i guess i should do it that is I, something but i'm tired That's so hard. my darko is just like my body giving up on me a little bit yeah <laughs> um, oh, i feel that really hard and i just recently turned 32 and a half uh for my half birthday um which is super exciting you're on your way to your jesus year i'm <laughs> My Jesus year, my um, Kareem year. Let me tell you, as someone who's already there. Yeah, how does it feel? It's really good over here. <laughs> That's the spirit of change in your lungs there. Yeah, that and getting over this cold it's that I have. Horizon. Oh, you're sick? Mm, I was, and I am okay. on the other side of it. I hope it's not uh, airborne, because you could be wearing one of those masks they wear in Japan. Uh-huh. If you were being considerate of your co-host. We could do this from a different room. You could be in that room, I could be in here. Right. So I'm not trying to ostracize you. I'm just, I'm just saying, trying to like, say <laughs> I'm trying to avoid cold season. I, I was would, so good. Yeah. I was so good because literally everybody on my team, everyone I was working with mm-hmm. was getting sick left and right. My right. roommate was sick. My like everybody around me was sick. And you banished them. And I was good. Oh, good for you. Until last week ah, when I was dead. The residuals. Yeah. Dang. I went to a tea shop mm-hmm. that's near Washington Square. I can refer you to. There's yeah. a tea they have called Winter Remedy. In fact, I'll bring you a sample pack. Oh. Bring you a little baggie. We're, we're a tea household here. I'd, lo- I'd appreciate that. It's so good. But it's supposed to uh, help the immune system. During I'm this into time. it. I'm into it. So that's my Darko. Mm-hmm. My LeBron is that... While I would say professionally, things have been so like nutty and busy and yes. just like absolutely nonstop, like very tiring. I am uh-huh. um, still like swimming beautifully. Great. I'm not drowning. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Like I should be drowning, but mm-hmm. I am not. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my that's my Darko. That's my LeBron. I appreciate that. Yeah. The What's your Darko? My Darko is that today was the first day in my life that I tried a pumpkin spice latte. Oh my God. Why? Why'd you do that to yourself? That is such a basic drink. <laughs> you just lost all of our, so you know, our, uh, our spumpkin, 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 our pumpkin spice latte Listen, connoisseurs of you, our, of our cast. If you were out there and you are that attached to your spiced uh latte with the pumpkin tinge mm-hmm. to it man i gotta say i don't like the taste of it at all you don't need to be listening to this podcast we, we, <laughs> we don't okay losing you. need your support <laughs> you go somewhere else with that i'm done because there's two kinds of people in this world and you know who you are okay <laughs> i don't it's so sweet it's too the, sweet the pumpkin and i like it, sweet things but that's too I, sweet i'm someone who doesn't necessarily enjoy sweet things but i understand a certain baseline sure. level of sweetness but that's, that's offensive <laughs> and too then much. and then the pumpkin in it is so understated mm-hmm. i don't know why people are talking about this so anyway but you know what is good their pumpkin mm. bread is good and so is their banana nut bread in starbucks that's a year-round thing we're talking about a seasonal thing but the pumpkin talk- is a seasonal thing the pumpkin bread is seasonal oh, okay yeah well people talk about this pumpkin spice latte like it's the mcrib yeah you know and yo it- i miss the mcrib Okay, exactly what I'm saying. This kind of hype that's been built. By the up way, I don't. I've never eaten the McRib. I just. Why I just, you I just miss it? it because I just miss 
that season of time. All right. I don't understand that. But I do appreciate yeah, that they com- combined the barbecue meat mm-hmm. or whatever you call it with pickles and onions. It's one of the only products that people willingly eat raw onions and pickles. Right. And I grew up eating barbecue and fish that had onions and pickles within the styrofoam box. Yeah, I agree. So I appreciate that McDonald's brings it a little bit. Um, and then my LeBrons are just, man, I've been controlling my space as far as setting things up, getting things. And it's not feng shui, but it's my way. Right. And I'm getting the place set up. The energy is good. My good. diffuser is pumping out the oil blends. I love it. I love got, it. Got things, my plants growing and repotted. Okay. I need to repot plants and I need your help with it. Okay. I just need your brain to help me with the yeah, few sure. that I have. I love doing that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, so the space feels good. And then I went to a bunch of artists, open studios in Gowanus this mm-hmm. past weekend. and seen... Gowanus. You know, every time I think of Gowanus, I think of Broad City. Oh yeah, there was an episode. <laughs> yep. The yeah. Gowanus episode. Yeah, I think yeah, they're yeah. actually, one of them lives in Gowanus, but anyway. It's a great neighborhood. Yeah. So I was down there, had some Yemen food. Yemen food? Yo. What's there's Yemen a food? Yemen spot right off of Prospect Avenue. Uh-huh. Well, it's a Yemeni. Uh-huh. Yemeni food. And Yemeni? this guy, Yemeni. Yemeni. Yeah. And they made, my nemesis, they, the cook made half chicken plus rice. Uh, I had this chapati with a black tea mm-hmm. with a condensed milk in it. It was kind of like Vietnamese coffee, Ooh. but it was tea. And then, uh, oh, it's kind of like chai. It's a little bit like chai. I was going to say, like, I just it, described chai. Yeah, you and did. And then uh, they had some egg dish, and I felt, my friend and I ate it, and we felt extremely nourished. Mm. It was so inexpensive. Mm-hmm. People need to check out the food scene in Brooklyn. You don't have to pay a lot to get really good food. I'm into it. Oh. Enter it. So that's my, that's it. But you're doing good otherwise, which I appreciate. We're doing good. We are. We're killing it. So. Season three. Season three. uh, There's quite a bit to talk about because we haven't chatted in a minute. Let's do it. So let's like run through this dabbling section because they're really, though there's a lot of stuff that have happened, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of stuff to really talk about because we're living in a country that has a crazy person as a president who's doing dumb, dumb things. And, you know, I'm just kind of tired of talking about that. I'm so. a smart guy. I'm a smart guy. Smart ideas. I'm I'm exhausted. Smartest president you've ever seen. Who has the most words. I will say this. If you listen to the Dollar Podcast, mm-hmm. or if you don't listen to it, you should listen to the most recent episodes, 400 and 400, well, 400 A and B. They did a two-parter on <laughs> Ronald Reagan. Uh-huh. You and I are too young to remember Ronald Reagan. Yes, we are. Um... Strikingly similar. No, I know. Had no idea with the the Make America Great Again it's, tagline. Yeah, it's not directly far. from that. Yeah, but I didn't realize exactly how similar they are. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, that's all. I'll plug that. That's a free plug for the Dollar Podcast. Um. Anyway, all of our people on the dabbling section are women. Yes. We're doing a ladies first episode. For the first half of this. Yeah, let's do it. Because right. we talk, typically talk about the boys a lot. So, you know. Uh, first things first. Let's not forget. The one and only Jennifer Aniston is on Instagram. She posted on Instagram on the 25th anniversary of Friends airing. <laughs> which was like super fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. And she's been super cute on uh, Instagram, commenting on things, on other people. It's fun. Is she making that classic mistake of 
putting out public posts that are directed at other people? Nope, like, she has not. She's, she's actually kind of smart. DMs in the post. No, no, she's all good. Okay. She's being sweet about it. All right. People dear, are excited. Dear Monica. Dear Monica. I still <laughs> wish you would return my Tupperware. Uh, and then she's like, one, Jennifer, this is a post. Two, <laughs> I'm not uh, my Monica. Name, my name is uh, <laughs> Courtney, uh, Courtney, Courtney Cox. Co- Courtney Cox, yep. Gail, Courtney Cox, Arquette? Well, no, they divorced. Oh, did they? Yeah. Um, late on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtney Cox. And also, I still don't have your Tupperware. That was not me. <laughs> that was Ross. Lisa Kudrow has <laughs> your shit. Go get it. Um, I'm great for Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I just thought it was like super wholesome. And she just seems like a pretty cool chica. And so it's nice to see her on the gram gram. Um, so I know, I don't think you knew about this. Uh, which one should we do? Kim K is 39 today. Yes, Kim K. Moving on. It looks nice, I guess, on you when you have all that money to fix your face and your body like that. Uh, But congratulations on surviving for 39 years. And Kanye gave a gift. Yes, Kanye gave, apparently gave her like a a gift of like a million dollars of donations and charity. Which charity? I don't know. I'm going to say Plastic Surgeons of Los uh, Angeles. No, I think it's related to um, related to like all the things that... Oh, donate $1 million to for... So let me see. Nope, that's not it. Boys and Girls Club? No. Kidney Foundation? So Kanye West... <laughs> I can't. Can I finish my sentence? Mm-hmm. Um, so Kanye West... Um, I, I got amazing gifts from my whole family and Kanye got me the most amazing bags... Uh, but he also donated one million to my favorite charities and worked so hard um, that worked so hard on prison reform on my behalf from him and the kids. Oh, okay. So that's cool. Prison reform. Uh, Cult Fifty Buried Alive Project, uh, Equal Justice Initiative, Anti Recidivism Coalition are the people that got um, portions of the one million dollar. So good for them. Cool. Um, I really don't care about this at all, but apparently Nicki Minaj confirmed today that she's married. Yay! To Kenneth Petty. Yes. Who we was a who is a huh? sex offender. Uh convicted, yeah. Yeah, convicted sex offender. So But he was young. He was a teenager. He's mm-hmm. older now. Mm-hmm. And so people change. I know I'm different than I was at 15. Sure. Were you going around uh, putting guns on people uh, to have sex with you? I believe it was a knife. Uh, was it a knife? Okay, great. Knife? But knife. You're... Regardless. Okay. So you, no. did you, at 15, did you do that? I don't think so. Yeah, okay, cool. You don't, don't think so? Oh, my God. I don't recall. <laughs> I don't recall. I don't recall. I didn't have sex until I was 21, so I'm pretty sure, no. <laughs> if I had done that at 15... Well done, sir. I would have definitely... Not had anything to back that up with. Yeah. But I'm really glad you didn't. I was... Um, apparently she's in retirement, but I highly doubt that she is. She said that she was going to retire to music. Nikki? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, Low-key, I was talking to my friend this past weekend mm-hmm. because someone mentioned... This is going to... How do I frame this? I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Theoretically, just from a societal lens, someone brought up the term of threesome. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing what... I know someone it, who's, who thinks two guys and a girl is not a real threesome. Really? Yeah. Especially if the guy is not into the other guy. Like Especially why, if. 
Yeah, like it, like that. That there's, because I think in this person and these people's like thought is that having three people, everyone should be having sex with everybody. So the willingly, girls, willingly. So the idea is that a threesome is more about the emotional connection than the physical act. No, the physical act is more important. Oh, they're saying okay, got it. That the two guys, the two men, are not having sex with each other, so that's not a threesome. Mm-hmm. So it's women, like, the women in a threesome need to be having sex with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, it's just that their postulate is that unless all three members, regardless of gender, are having sex with one another, yes, then it's not a threesome. Yes, I don't understand why they didn't just. <laughs> why is it ma- that was that a man who suggested yes. that yeah he's not right he's who is whoever this person is you can tell him okay well let him know jeez but anyway to the point of um what people are like sexually at 15 and mm-hmm. what they'll do for sex i was talking to my friend this weekend and i let him know that when we were in high school together i was approached for a threesome in high school mm-hmm. oh wow but i did not realize it until i was 23 Wait, how did you not realize it till then? Did they like tell you like, hey, remember that time that me and this person wanted to do a threesome with you? No, yeah, no, they not even. I was reflecting on it. Oh no! And I was in the library before school, uh-huh. as I do. Um, school bell hasn't rang yet, and yeah. I'm in the library just minding my own business. And then one of my classmates comes up, who wasn't particularly attractive but her body was developing mm-hmm. and at that age that's all i needed that's all the at excuse 15. i needed yeah. yeah to be attracted i was think i was 17 actually okay either way but definitely not legal but i said uh she came and sat down with me which was unusual and she's like hey alex how's it going i was like hey should i say her name no what you say, gonna say? Say, say i'm gonna change name. the name i'm gonna change the name uh amy I was gonna, no, 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 no. I was, I was going to rhyme it with the actual name, but it would be a dead giveaway of who it was. <laughs> no, don't. But I just say, it's, let's call it Ashley. Ashley. Okay, Ashley. So Ashley comes and sits down, and she's like, hey, Alex, how's it going? I'm like, oh, I'm good, Ashley. How's it going? Um, yeah, so <laughs> something weird happened to me the other day. Yeah, I was with my friend, and she, uh, you know, she's talking about, she asked me if I wanted to do a threesome. Huh, okay. She goes, yeah, I don't, you know, I, I said, it's, I'm not totally out of the idea, but like, right. we don't even have a guy that we're like, into. we would need a guy to right. be in the threesome, but we don't have a guy. Um, so like, I don't know what to tell my friend. What I'm, do you think? Oh my God, Alex. I should, Alex. And I was like, huh. Oh, well, well, you're in a pickle. So. Yeah, golly, Willikers. <laughs> She's, she really. Wow, what a question she laid on you, huh? Well, let me just consult the internet real quick and say, okay, a threesome. Jolly. So, Ashley, a, a threesome. Do you know what a threesome is? A threesome is when they're. And I, you know, I'm like, okay. So, I think you should talk to your friend and just let her know what you this told is me. This 17 year old. So, I told her this and I said, like, does, does I hope it like, goes well. Does like, you know, current Alex want to punch that seventeen-year-old Alex in the nuts? You know, partly because I just know how horny I was at that age. Right. But the other part of me is like, can you imagine if that was your first? My that I was lost, your that was your first. Experience. That would have been my first. first yeah. It, a 
threesome with two girls, one who I was like kind of like eh about, yeah. and then the other one, I don't even know who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, great bodies, but not great personalities. Right. I lost my virginity in Paris. Okay, that shit will stay with me forever. That is, <laughs> that is, a, that is a definite win. Um, I waited till the right moment. And... So then I let, I let her off on her way. But I was 23, and I reflected back on that moment. I was like, oh, I wanna, wait a second. <laughs> I think she was asking wait me this question. Second. <laughs> I did not understand subtlety at uh, my no, teen years. You, you, have, uh, you have since developed a, a pretty good noggin, so you're okay, bud. That was so wild. <laughs> but anyway, congratulations to Nikki yeah, um, and Kenny. And hopefully, Kenny, Kenneth Petty, you'll help your, your wife, Miss Petty. Or Mrs. Petty to stop being so petty mm. when it comes to other female rappers being Yo, successful. Nikki, I'm just saying, Nikki Petty. He. It, yeah. It's not the first time anyone said that. Yeah, seriously. Damn. It's, what a combo. They like said something like she dropped something with Fenty or with Fendi. Mm-hmm. Fendi, not Fenty. Um, nothing related to Rihanna. And uh, Kenneth Petty was like, "Oh, you know, you know me." Like it was like basically hyping it up. The, mm-hmm. what what she dropped mm-hmm. um and he's and he's like you know my baby got like nice shit it's not a, nothing like that cheap shit oh, which is what cardi d- definitely a dig on cardi for her stuff with fashion nova and i'm just like yo dude I don't, I don't if you know. can't like the i can't tell you how much i think nikki is a fantastic artist rapper through and through i think she's got bars i think she's got style and flavor that's super hot sure. love it sure do it, do it. I don't know if she writes all her own raps, but no. like Safari, oh, where you at? We're, we're, same thing with Cardi. Cardi doesn't write all her stuff either. Sure. And I'm sure Nikki writes a lot of her, like does write some things, but maybe not all of her things. Mm. I'm not gonna go to that argument. Story for a different day. Yeah. Right. I don't really care about that. You're a good artist. You can rap. Okay. But the minute you can't be happy for another person's success, is the kind of that's just nasty to me. There's a book called. 13 things that mentally strong people don't do Mm -hmm. i read it occasionally from time to time just to remind myself Mm -hmm. uh one of them is resenting other people's success Mm -hmm. (sighs) what what do i gain from being pissed that you were successful and i'm not that's unfortunate like why can i be happy about your success and be like wow i wonder what i can learn from that or man I'm so happy for that person but that's not what I want to do with my life and that's okay too like her like her pettiness with mm-hmm. Cardi and just because when she was coming up there wasn't anybody else Remy right. wasn't Remy was in prison you know Lil Kim isn't doing anything Missy wasn't Missy, really doing much yeah. like there's people that weren't doing much right so it was just you so that's all we talked about you were the Kobe of your time right and like, you got no rivals no why so you, then LeBron shows up on the scene Anna yeah. Steph and yeah. Well, Steph was sort later. of, sort of, yeah. But yeah. LeBron becomes the like heir equal to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he better than you? Yeah. Kobe handle is that's a great example because Kobe. I gave myself a compliment. Kobe is competitive, mm-hmm. and some have said Kobe is petty. Sure. But when LeBron stepped onto the scene, there was a respect. Yeah. There was a I see you as a competitor. You can be competitive. You can Mm -hmm. still talk trash, like you know, on the court and be like, you know, you know, suck my dick, kind of like I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely foul language. Yeah, yeah, like definitely locker room talk. Locker room talk. A lot of locker room talk on the court. You Mm -hmm, know what I'm saying? mm -hmm, On the paint. mm -hmm. Um, But like at the end of the day, you you can't disregard 
greatness. They're that what they're doing is fantastic. They work you really just... hard. They're very talented. They deserve a spot in the spotlight. Yeah. So Nikki's ugliness with like and just the way she also like she brings up everything. She doesn't ever let go of anything. So you told me about this marriage and I said we should put it on the podcast. You didn't seem like you were thrilled about it and now I see why. I just think <laughs> she's so she, I think she's There's so much so, built in there. No, I just think she's so uh, toxic for women. I think she's unhappy. Yeah, and so if you want to gloat about how you got married, go ahead. I'm happy for you. If this is and I wish nothing but the best for you. But mm. I will have significantly more respect for you when you start respecting. Like I don't I'm not even like, "Oh my god, Cardi's my favorite rapper of all time." Like, no, she's not. But I'm I'm happy for her success. She who's, makes bops. I'm who's, who's your greatest rapper of all time? Of all time? All time. I mean, Pac. Okay. That's Tupac for those who are not familiar. Pac and Biggie is like okay. one and two for me. Got it. All right. Just because that's what I like grew up listening to. Sure. Currently, well, currently it's hard. There's so many. Mm-hmm. There's too many for me to just like mm-hmm. pick one. Mm-mm-mm. Like you're asking me because I love Chances. What Chance is doing in Chicago, so that's like a special place in my heart. Then there's people like Jake Cole who's doing really dope things. Nelly. Then you got Drake who's just like. Just like different, yeah, you know, and he he's like baby daddy, you know, right. and Nelly. literally he's a baby's daddy. No, oh, yeah, no, we were aware. And then there's like Nelly, Country Grammar, Murphy Lee, <laughs> G Unit, Ali, <laughs> Lloyd Banks. All right, this is getting this is getting dumb. Uh, last but definitely not least. No, we got two more women oh, we to do? talk about. Who else? Nikki Kim. Do the one you were about to do. Meghan Markle? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I don't know if I told you this, but so Meghan Markle did like a rare interview with a British like news person. And for those of you, and I, for those of you who don't, I'm sure the world knows about this, but you don't know because uh, you're Alex. But Meghan's just been getting a lot of um, crap for being very American and, you know, hoity-toity. Like, British tabloids are just ruthless, especially to royals. Um, and she's married into the royal family and has. She a kid. knew what she signed up for. Well, her there. I mean, she was. I think either in the interview or something else, like another documentary. Her British friends were like, "Don't marry Harry." That's tough because of like of how vicious how vicious it is. And Harry and William have both openly said the tab like the the media killed my ma- my mother. Remember that? No, I and remember so, that happening. So, um, the 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 R.I.P. Repo- Diana. Yeah, seriously. And the reporter basically goes, um, "So how like how are you how are you doing since like the baby? It's been five months since she gave birth to the baby to to Archie. Um, like how are you doing? Are you doing okay?" And she was she just kind of went in not on a rant by any means. She was just like, you know, it's it's really hard. You're managing like being a newlywed. And then you have a five-month-old and you're dealing with all of these things in the background, you know. Um, you try to be, like, British and have a, you know, stiff off her lip on these things, but internally it's it's a battle. Um, and so she's, like, kind of talking about how difficult all of this has been. And she's like, it's just been a lot to manage. Like, it's it's been a lot. It's a real thing. Right. To, like, live this life that I Constantly, currently am 24-7. 24-7, while also trying to be like a wife and a partner can you imagine a, a, a 
a mother, all these different things, regardless of all the help she has. She probably has some sleepless nights. Sure. And not just because the baby's crying. No. Right. Right. Because people are saying things about her, about her husband, about her husband's family, about her parents, of you know, all these different mm-hmm. things. Right. And then the 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 reporter asks her very plainly, like, so is it safe to say, is it that you're not okay? That you are like that you're struggling with things? And she's like, Yeah, yeah, I am. And so she just like openly admitted to like, mm-hmm. yo, this thing this thing called being a mom and a newlywed and all these different things is freaking hard. In the most like lovely, just like Meghan Markle, I have to be I have to like think about all of these expectations that that are on me as a royal, as mm-hmm. like a part of this royal family. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they're saying like because of Meghan, Harry and William aren't friends anymore, like they're not okay and like oh, wow. this is like what the tabloids are saying. Like right. uh, how true it is. It may be true, it may not be true, I don't know. Siblings fight all the time, so like yeah. that's like kind of normal, you know? Yeah. Um but anyway, um, there's like tap, like rumors about William cheating on Kate. Like it's all over the place, yeah. whatever. But I think uh, Megan was super dope for just being really honest. Mm-hmm. And apparently they're taking of the sabbatical from royal duties to come to the States and just during the holidays with oh, Archie. and do more American things. I know. Again. They're the worst. Well, that's what happens when you marry an American. Yeah. We, she acts we, American. Yeah. And, you know, doesn't want to show you the baby right after she gave birth to them. I can't believe that's an expectation that they have had for so long. And she still wore, like, stiletto heels. Give the woman a break. Can we ask every woman after she gives birth to walk out? Hey, do you want to go out out and and have all the pictures be taken of you? Get off it. Ma'am. Get off it. Well, the Americans don't have... You know, expectations like that. So she doesn't think she needs to follow royal court. Well, no one should have expectations like yeah, that. That's so, completely unreasonable and so, archaic. It's it's archaic is to say the least. And a little bit sexist. Uh, just a little bit. I could defend that point. I understand there's arguments to be made for that, but I think it's bullshit. So agreed. However, she is being American. I feel like Let it's justified if she's buttering her toast and drinking coffee instead of tea. Let her be. Get off it. Let it it be. Britain, just chill. Let it be. Um, Our last woman that we want to talk about is... uh, Who? I'm going to say it very softly so she doesn't chime in. Alexa. I don't think anyone heard you. Okay. So, so (laughs) Alexa can now speak in Spanish. Oh. So, yeah. Alexa, ¿dónde está la biblioteca? Yeah, Alexa didn't say anything back to me. Well, I think so you need the newer liar. version. I think you need you're the most liar. Upset. Alexa. You have to say something. She's not Oh, there. I thought she was just gonna be like, what? Um <laughs> Donde la casa. She has no idea what you're talking about. You have the dumb version of Alexa. <laughs> so the bilingual version of Alexa wow. is now on sale. So you can get her. She speaks First of two all, languages. That is so mean. <laughs> You calling my Alexa dumb. Some basic pumpkin spice Alexa. I... <laughs> leave, leave my Alexa alone. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's cool that um, I'm sure some people don't like that uh, an American product now can speak Spanish. But to yeah, that, I freaking say, learn the language. Damn it, Alexa. <laughs> These colors don't run. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now Alexa is bilingual. So check that out. That should be fun. Thanks, All right. Amazon. 
I do want to learn Spanish, so that I may I may just talk to Alexa and Siri in Spanish. Bueno. Yeah. We have a lot to get through on the dribbling. Should we just keep that? We are going to the gauntlet of all. We've been off for two months. There's just too much going on. Today is opening day. It's opening day. So we're ten thirty. Let's do the it. lacquers and the lacquers. The lack Lakers. I'm sorry. The Lakers and the Clippers oh, wow. are playing. Yeah. Each other right now at ten thirty. <gasps> Eastern time. We gotta do this. Let's go. Let's go. It's, go. Go. It's gonna be so lit. Okay, let's get into it. All right, folks, it is time to talk about uh, all things basketball, which is our dribbling segment where we talk about mostly NBA related basketball. Um, we uh, the WNBA season just ended. For those of you who don't know. The oh shit, who won? Damn, I expect you to know this. No, I actually like I know the team. Wow, really? Google it right now. I'm making you Google it right now. Phoenix. What's her name? No, it's not Mercury. Is it the Mercury? She was in uh, the shop with LeBron. Diana Taurasi. Is that her? Uh, the final series, no WNBA champions. Uh, I, don't know. It was all I literally see her face: tall, blonde, white girl. Who won the 2019 WNBA Finals? Yes. Is that the Phoenix? Could you be a little bit more evasive, Wikipedia? Uh, oh no! They had the Eastern and Western listed, but they didn't have the overall champion. Oh, that's annoying. The Seattle Storm are the defending champion. So that was Sue Bird. If she's still Super, on the team? Oh, no. Super is not on the team anymore. Okay. Um, uh, but she, the the girl that won the the championship, the MVP, um, she was on the shop with LeBron. I need oh, to be better. Um, Elena Del Dorno was... Oh, the finals MVP was Emma Miesman. Is that her? And then the Elena Del Dorno was the regular season MVP. Well. Yes. Either way, killed it. And that was actually, a, I actually watched the game. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember the, names. Who, the name because yeah, I don't I like, the, which is not good. Uh, I'm owning it's not good. But it's a short um, season. It, it was, it was an intense game. It was yeah. super, it, like the physicality, the skills, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Is it a best of series in the WNBA? I only watched that game. Okay. So I wouldn't know. I could Wikipedia that. Any who's will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have at the top of this? Basketball wise. Basketball. Um, oh. All right. So the two months we were gone, things were happening. Yeah. There were media days. There were days that certain teams or a lot of teams were in another country. Yeah. Um, Which country? Well, specifically China, but they were they were also in India. True. Um, but China was the big one because that was the big one before the big media day. Yo, can we say if they real quick if they expand to India, killed it. That's a billion plus market. Yeah, and there, we got some tall folks out there. People wonder why. Yes, for sure, the brown people be tall. The, the people wonder like, why would you go to India when you realize that Hindi is the second most spoken language in the world? Mm-hmm. Wait makes sense third english spanish hindi really yes not mandarin or arabic no wait let me look it up again um but anyway it's a huge market china and india would be huge for the nba if they had dollars there but the nba lost a lot of dollars from china 10 percent of their income comes from china 
And that kind of went out the window because... What happened? <sighs> tell us. Uh, can you Google the most spoken language yeah, thing? Yeah, I'll Google it, okay. but you tell, tell us so, what happened. So, uh, owner of the Houston Rockets... Sorry, not owner. General manager. Blah. That's the thing I was talking to you General about manager, mm-hmm. Daryl Morey. He mm-hmm. wishes... Uh, said after the Rockets played... One of the teams in China, the Rockets played a team in China, one of the Chinese league teams, the Chinese Basketball Association, CBA. I have the answer. What is the answer to the language? What are the most spoken languages in the world? Number one, Mandarin. Oh, okay. Number two, English. Okay. Number three, Hindustani. Yeah, I think that's Hindi. I'm pretty sure that's Hindi and like Gujarati. Right. Because they have similar dialects potentially. Uh Uh-huh. Then Spanish. Okay, there you go. Then Arabic. Then Malay. Yes. Russian. Bengali. Mm-hmm. That's kind of surprising. Mm-mm, not surprising at all. People need to recognize that South Asia. We be, killing it. Be big. Be very big. Be huge. I encourage huge. people to visit South Asia. Huge. There's a lot of stuff happening there. Huge. In the birthplace of Buddha. And the birthplace of Bry's ancestors. Mm. Anyway, Never back forget. to what you were saying. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. Oh, Alexa, what are the most spoken languages in the world? No, Alexa, <laughs> listen. Alexa, Alexa, what are the most commonly spoken languages in the world? She doesn't know what you're talking about. She is lost. You have a dumb Alexa. <laughs> you need to Call upgrade. Call my Alexa dumb again. Call my Alexa dumb again. <laughs> KS. <laughs> Los languages. I don't know. Anyway, um, Daryl Morey, general manager for the Houston Rockets. They just played one of the Chinese Basketball Association teams. They beat them. And then after the game, Daryl Morey put out a tweet that said, mm, he said, Fight for freedom. Stand with Hong Kong. Okay, what's going on in Hong Kong? So for a long, long time, there are protests in Hong Kong, and there have always been protests in Hong Kong related to this two uh, two provinces, one state idea. I'm sure I'm butchering that. I'm sorry out there for people screaming at the uh, podcast (laughs) right now, but essentially the the idea is that China has its own mainland of uh, democracy ruled by the government. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't call it democracy. I don't know what they would call it. But it's a republic. It's a republic, yeah, of, it's China. A republic of China. So right? they have their own almost 2 billion people mm-hmm. uh, republic. But then off on the coast is Hong Kong, which is an island. And then Macau is mm-hmm. right on the mainland mm-hmm. off of Hong Kong. These are separate in the same way that Taiwan off it's- the coast is also separate... These parties have been saying for decades, we are, a thing. we are not part of China. We don't want that. We ain't trying to do all that. We ain't but part we, of it. We understand that you're a bully and you're making us pay taxes mm-hmm. and your military is bigger than ours. And we, we get that. Right. So they're like part of China, but they don't want to be part of China. And there have been protests. And anytime there are protests, China, the government threatens as they do Mm -hmm. and the chinese government and military is very powerful so hong kong wants its freedom wants its sovereignty 
China says no. So Daryl Morey put out a comment saying, I believe, essentially, that Hong Kong should have its freedom. Mm. For a backstory, for those of you who are not basketball fans, if you're still with us, Hong Kong, or sorry, China has a very strong relationship with the Houston Rockets because in the early 2000s, the first major Chinese basketball star was Yao Ming. Mm-hmm. He and was where a, did he go? He was a seven foot three seven foot six seven six huge chinese center who went to the houston rockets we said huge a lot huge um the houston rockets took him on and so he was incredible he was a great player but he had had a shortened career because of injuries but he rivaled the likes of Shaq during Shaq and his prime and Shaq will tell you yao ming was hard for him to face yep you know so china loves them some houston rockets so for the general manager of the houston rockets to say hey i stand with hong kong it's a little uh, unexpected. Long story short, the Chinese government said, NBA does not exist in China anymore. We are canceling all the games. Your shit is done. Take all the jerseys off the shelf. Take all the posters down. Take all the banners down. Everything I mean, got removed. China, China, China did it. China did yeah. what China does, which is mm-hmm. be very um, militant and controlling of what is said in the media. All or nothing. Extremely mm-hmm. controlling. Mm-hmm. So when the Lakers and Nets were set to play an exhibition game in China, they did not. Did they, I don't think they did. I think they did play under certain conditions, but it was a highly contentious um, argument between China and the NBA executives, Adam Silver. So they they almost weren't going to play, but then they played. But it was under the shroud of a lot of uh, mystery because Kyrie got hit in the face during that game. Right. Um, yeah, I remember this part. So then. But when they arrived, the Lakers and Nets arrived in Shanghai, there normally is a crowd of fans, tons of fans. Yep. There were minimal fans, and they had masks covering their faces. Wow. So definitely a protest. Partly protest, but also I do... What if I really love LeBron and the Nets? Just because my government says I the NBA is canceled mm-hmm. doesn't mean I don't still love these players. So right. I don't want to be seen... I want to see them, but right. I don't want to be seen by my government. Yep. So it could be it could be read one of two ways. Very complicated. Adam Silver, commissioner for the NBA, met with a number of players, talked to government officials. It was a huge scramble, all because of this tweet. Yep. And I know that the players were asked the questions about what do you think of you know what your owner said or what this owner said, and people were GM or oh yeah GM sorry mm-hmm. um, said and you know players are like yo we're just here to play like and the reality is like they don't know necessarily mm-hmm. what's going on and like i even myself felt ashamed that i don't really know the details mm-hmm. of because there's a lot of young people that are also protesting and getting hurt and getting killed during these protests mm-hmm. um, because they're like we want we want our own situation you know um and when they asked james harden about it james harden said i like Daryl Morey, he's my GM, and I, you know, I'm, I'm ride or die with Adam Silver, our commissioner. Yeah. So. So whatever the commission says is basically what I say, and Adam Silver said, "Freedom of speech is something that we value in our country. We understand that other cultures have different virtues around their uh, republics mm-hmm. and governments, and okay Daryl Morey exercised his freedom of speech." Um, and sometimes that has consequences, and we recognize that. Yeah. 
uh, we well, that's a that's a good way to boom address that. I'm the commissioner. But did um, LeBron say anything about the LeBron trip? said some stuff. What did LeBron say? Okay, what did our man okay. Say? I want to preface this by saying LeBron James is one of the most business savvy, mm-hmm. social social justice minded, entrepreneurial. Uh, people that we've ever seen in sports period mm-hmm. he's one of the sharpest minds we've ever had and that said this was his flub it was the first time he made a comment that really backfired I feel like I remember what he said but refresh my memory what did he do he said I don't want to get into a war of words with Daryl Morey the GM however I do think that he was misinformed or miseducated on the China issue. I think he Ooh. spoke out of turn and should have known more about it. Ooh. And LeBron, how much do you know, sir? Not enough. Because you wouldn't oh, have said that. God. Oh, no. For, not our dude. If you look at his track record for who he speaks up for he speaks up for the marginalized, the disenfranchised. He honestly would be on the side of what? Right. Of what you, Daryl Morey said. I know Daryl Morey was kind. Of, when he read that, he was probably like, "Ah, oh, shit, dude." Like, come like, on, man. I don't want to. I don't want to be with you either. I don't think you know it. LeBron did say in that same breath, "I don't think he educated himself enough on it." And if he did, and there's parts of it that I'm like not getting. Then you know. Let me know. Yeah, I'd love to know what those things are. And then I think someone thereafter was like, yeah, "LeBron, so here, here's the, I mean, here's, the, here's the, let's here's, do a quick crash course yeah, here. Yeah, this is uh, this is China relations one on one. Before uh, you were born, this thing happened, and now <laughs> it's still happening. And, and uh, uh, be better. So we're gonna need you not to talk about this anymore, because because then and it's then, in those moments I hate it when people are like, "Well, just shut up and dribble." You know, like I hate it, it when people reinf- do that. It reinforces that, that yeah. for sure. And it sucks. And as someone like LeBron, who is in very careful with his words for right. usually, right? Um, he's allowed to have a slip up here and exactly. there. I think I'm grateful that it wasn't too major of a slip up, but it was a pretty big slip up. It was kind of a slip. Well, yeah, it, it I don't want to dis- I don't want to like minimize what's going on in China and Hong sure, Kong, right? And say like, oh, it was something small. Like, yeah. no, that's a that was a big that was a big slip. But he said after that that he's no longer making any comments about the China thing. What he said is what he said's done. He's not going to make any more comments. All right, I that's hear it. probably for the best. He, hey, we all make mistakes. Hell yeah. So that's what happened in China. So China is uh, slowly China and the NBA are slowly working on reestablishing connections. You see what one tweet can do. Shoot. Destroy 10% of someone's income. Can I just say the internet is forever. So even like what we're doing right now, like this is forever. Daryl took down the tweet. I, like, I, but it doesn't matter. Someone screenshotted it. Yeah, it's, it's done. It's screenshot. It's there. Do not forget. Listen, young people out there. Your tweet could lose the NBA 10% of its revenue. Yeah. And you know who's going to be pissed about it? The NBA. That's right. <laughs> Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget. Your, your tweets have real consequences <laughs> to the NBA. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Um, okay, so today, hot take. Um, Michael Jordan had a rare interview with some person. Actually, I don't know who he had the interview with. Um, he had an interview, just kind of talking. Journalist. Some journalist, sports journalist, kind of talking about who who would be your your four that you would pick. Uh, was it four or five? Five. You're t- four because he's including yeah, himself. Yeah, right. 
I don't know why I thought he's it was... and Michael. You're starting five you're to go sp- into battle with. Right, with. He said myself, 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 and maybe yeah, myself. Yeah, and myself. Scott, no. Scotty, nah, myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said he like six years ago. He said it, like his his group was like uh, Magic Johnson, Scotty, Hakeem Olajuwon, yeah. and so James Worthy. Maybe Maybe a small forward Something like that Yeah Either way He picked and he's like And they asked like So would this be your same Would it be your same uh, Lineup He's like absolutely Without Like did not skip a beat He's like Absolutely would still pick those four Right I know who they are I competed with them I have Whether with them mm-hmm. Or against them mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. know them through and through Yes It's a trust thing It's a trust thing I know that Right And you know That's that's my starting Honestly my... In their primes Hell yeah! I'm fucking that squad's dope. I, I, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> that dope squad. I was just like, yeah. I mean, in their prime, hell yeah. Yeah, that's vicious. That's I mean, and and a, in their prime in that league, that specific. Well, in that league, but even in this league, even this league. But I'm just saying, but just like what they did in that league, right? Put that into current league. Oh. Destroyed. You could destroyed. you could you could change out players here or there, like like substitute James sure. Worthy for LeBron, and like yeah. I, sure you could enhance it in small ways, but yeah. at its core, that it's, team is it's fire. That's a death squad. It's fire. It's fire. Yeah. And so the the reporter goes, so Steph Curry shouldn't be offended by this, is what he kind of said. It was like a joking like mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. Right. And uh, Mike goes, oh no, absolutely not. He shouldn't be offended. Great player though. Not. Not a Hall of Famer yet. Great player. And wow. the internet, me included, just goes, you know that meme of the of the black woman with the glasses with her hands on her knees bending yes. over just like, what? At the, uh, <laughs> right, like, right. Huh? Like, right. is that, Yeah. that's what you said? Right. Um, the Chinese government released a statement. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're canceling Michael Jordan's shoes. Michael. If children are seen with Michael Jordan's shoes on, yes, those they, feet will be taken. Absolutely. Um, and so Magic went on record on the internet saying that, no, everything people are taking what he said out of context is he would be fined if he said that he was a Hall of Famer because he himself is a Hall of Famer as part of the Hall of... I don't know. Whatever. Um, I don't know, you know... He doesn't know anything about, you know, being tampering or fines, right? Magic, he knows nothing about those things. That's a joke. He definitely does. He's got a track record. He has a track record. That's why he's no longer part of management at the front office in the Lakers. Mm. Um, so people were like, yo, Mike, you're out of pocket. You're serious? Generally, I read that. I heard it. First, I read it. And then I'm like... You gotta see the video. Go to the tape. Yeah, I'm like, let me see the tape. Let me... He said it clearly like he's a great player. Not yet. Like, he's not a Hall of Famer yet. He said yet. And so then sincere. It, and, and it came... I just literally was like... Technically, don't... he's correct. He's not a he Hall of Famer He is not yet. a Hall of Famer yet because he hasn't stopped playing yet. Right. But if you stopped Steph's career today... He would be a Hall of Famer. Unquestioned. Like, genuine... Like, th- like, without a shadow of a doubt. What are you looking at, sir? What? Sir, what are you smoking? I... Because you need to stop. He's got... You... <laughs> Michael Jeffrey Jordan. <laughs> Why? I do not know sometimes what you are doing. It's amazing to... It's amazing to me that the same guy, it almost makes sense that your team is as bad as it is. Because you make no sense. You have paid Batum's contract 
way more than he should have. It's, it has hurt your team for years. Say you are again. overpaying players who shouldn't be making that much money. Mm-hmm. And put you lost your franchise player this offseason, Kemba Walker. Yep. Because you really couldn't pay him because yep. if you did so, you couldn't build anything around him. Yep. Your contracts are piss poor. And then you come out and you have the audacity the temerity, the pure unmitigated gall to say Stephen Curry, Ward, mm-hmm. Stephen Wardell Curry. It is Wardell Stephen Curry. That mm-hmm. he is not a Hall of Famer at this time. No, like that. That makes absolutely zero sense. Oh my god! Like zero absolute sense. I hope that Steph finishes hope- career and leaves for three years and then comes back. And then plays for a <laughs> shitty <laughs> Wizards team uh-huh, uh-huh. and then takes them to the playoffs. Uh-huh. Something that couldn't be done by the previous leadership of the Wizards uh-huh, in the uh-huh. 2001 2002 NBA season. And then he looks at the camera and says, Am I a Hall of Famer now? See, I don't think, like, Steph is kind of petty, but not that no, not petty. I'm just kidding. He'd never do <laughs> that because he's not Michael Jordan. He's not. Uh, no one is. But no, I, I I saw that and I was just like, yo, dude, stop being Nicki Minaj. Exactly. Like, you don't need to. You can say he's a great player and just leave it at that. I don't know. You did not have to say. Because even if he just said he's a great player, don't get me wrong, right. but he shouldn't take offense to it. That's all he needed to say. End of sentence. Why did the Hall of Famer line need to be said? What are the nice that I'm with you 100 percent. What are the nice things about Michael Jordan as a person? There isn't. Is there nothing? Because we always talk about how competitive Alex, and an asshole Michael Jordan is. Alex, you know how much I love Michael Jordan. Women, yes, but women have married him. Sure. Multiple women have married this yeah. man. Yeah. The the dick must be magical. I'm sure. Is that what it is? That and money. I I, I he's not a hmm, he was a great basketball player. Yes. Questionable GM, exact owner. Mm-hmm. He's not a great mentor to players. Nope. He doesn't do the Magic Johnson. Or the Kobe. Or the Kobe. He doesn't do the teaching or the any of that. He's completely about solidifying his legacy and leaving it uh, cryogenically frozen right. in time. He's about his shoe brand and his deal with Nike. He's lucrative. Right. I don't understand how... I also appreciate that joke that he made of saying, like, Steph shouldn't be uh, offended. He's a great player. Like, he smiled when he said that. Yeah, he seemed it was good very, humor. Yeah, I believe there is some humor there. Yes. That can do a lot to redeem a person if you have good humor. Well, but he, I don't know when he makes jokes, and I don't know. Well, we don't know him. That's the that's problem with Michael. We know we how he dresses. Oh, why? We know that he's... Why, sir? There are people without clothes in this world, and you were buying things three times the size, sir. <laughs> you could you could really curtail that down. Do you really need pants? Do you really need... Uh, oh, Alex, I really miss doing this podcast geez. with you. <laughs> Do you really need pants that make you look like a, a denim harem? <laughs> oh, okay. Hold on. The, the reality is, Michael came up at a time where there wasn't social media, there wasn't things around to right. really show, know who he is and show his personality. Right. And that shows, right? So he kind of was insulated himself and that he's able to just like this be hyper-focused and just like... People should can, love me because I'm a good basketball player. Right, like he's the kind of person that LeBron shows some of his workouts that he does, mm-hmm. right? 
Michael would be the one that'd be, you know, at the gym at 3 a.m. when practice is at 9, mm-hmm. be going secret. nuts in secret, mm-hmm. not posting it anywhere. Right. You won't know. Michael Jordan wouldn't have a social media account. He doesn't have a social media account. No. And that shows a lot. You of haven't who- seen his, uh, he's got a fashion handle. Michael Jordan fashion. You seen that one? No. Is that a real thing? Looks like a velvet genie and um, no sports coats. I'm just kidding. I was about to punch you in the face. To Man's be got like... shoulder pads that look like he plays football. <laughs> Can I you hate lose you. those blazers. Anyway, Luke, back get to you. blazers. Do a left eye Lopez on those blazers. Um, get out. That's a reference to her burning her man's clothes. No, I know. I'm just, I just, get out. I don't. Get out. Get out of my apartment. World. Ooh. Guys, this is the last, the final episode <laughs> of the cast. Stephen Curry. Uh, you were a Hall of Famer in our book. In everyone's, in everyone's book. book. I'm sorry. Like, you, you've got to be kidding me. Um, God in heaven. Whether Mike was, I'm sure Mike was like joking, maybe, but that's like a joke that, like, it just wasn't a good timing. I want to remind everyone that Michael Jordan's Hall of Fame acceptance speech is still online in YouTube forever in history. And I, you can watch it. I watch it. it at least once a month. I watch it once a year. Uh, I do it once a month because I just love the pettiness of it. The amount of people that uh, he shits on. Today? Yeah, should, sure. That should be our inaugural he, thing we do. The, if you have not watched it, treat yourself. Go watch Michael Jordan accept his Hall of Fame induction. He... From first of all, that suit, mm, <laughs> brother man, you look like you're trying to. You look like Shazam too. Oh my you golly! But you should watch that speech online if you haven't seen it. It's about I think they're only allowed ten minutes of induction stuff, and he went twenty. Yeah, because he's Michael. Because he can. Um, and he definitely. It's where the crying Jordan face meme comes from. Yep, and it's also where he shits on. Every single person who's ever crossed his path. Yeah, anyone. Scott? Up to that moment. Oh, except Scotty. Scotty never crossed him. That's right. Scotty knew. That's right. I go walking around with a knife. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Um, um, playoff picks and champion. Do we want to do that last? Let's do that last. Okay. Okay, so Zion had knee surgery, and mm-hmm. he's out for six to eight weeks, and so is Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. Blake Griffin is out till, yeah, like mid-November. Yeah. So that's about, that's a little less than six weeks. Yeah, Blake's got a knee and a little hammy situation yeah. going on. Um, super love Blake. Mm-hmm. I've I've listened to the podcast with him on You Made It Weird, mm-hmm. and just made me think he was just, I get why i never thought of him to be like attractive to me yeah i'm just like yeah he's good looking i, I guess good looking like, i'm like he's, he's on good broad look- city you saw him on broad city yes i did i'm yeah. like he's good looking in the like tall handsome way but i was i'm not i'm not like oh my god yeah. he's so hot like right. I, I was just more like oh yeah he's not ugly but i'm just not like right drawn to him mm-hmm. yo listening to him talk i'm just mm-hmm. like you are hilarious people don't know blake has a stand-up career yeah and it's hilarious yeah and I actually ended up watching it recently mm-hmm. um, of just like something that he did like in Toronto or something like that. Yeah, it was on YouTube. Just, just for laughs comedy yeah. tour. Uh-huh. And he was horribly funny. funny. Yes. It was so yes. funny. It was so, so funny. And I was just like, oh, yeah, see, now I find you attractive because you're making me laugh. Like, mm-hmm. that's like, okay, I, I'll be I'd rather be with like a zero who can make me laugh than like a 10 yeah, who makes me. That's so true. Yeah. Like I. You could be an Adonis, and I, and if you don't know how to make me laugh, or like, mm-hmm. and I can't enjoy my time with you, I don't want to have 
any and Blake is an Adonis and he's funny oh oh yo Mm. fans you should listen to you made it weird with Pete Holmes and the Blake Griffin episode it's funny it's worth your time it's worth it it's worth your time so super bummer for them um if you have them on your fantasy uh that sucks yeah but they'll be back hopefully um it's a long season right so eh, it's a long season we'll see um Players be getting paid. Yeah, it's coming out because today's the first day of the NBA um, that a lot of players are getting you know, contract extensions and offers, uh, which is all very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is Buddy Heald, Jalen Brown, Pascal Siakam, um, Bradley Beal. All are getting money. I, I would say. And I just want to say Carmelo still doesn't have mm. a job. <laughs> I'm laughing because I, I'm sad for him. That's all I got to say about that. I, I, he, we'll do a check throughout the season on Carmelo and where Carmelo he's at. Update, but on none. Instagram, you look good in that training facility, my man. Keep shooting. Keep yeah, you, you waiting for your number to get called. Yeah, honestly. Those those contracts that you just mentioned, for those who are not familiar, yes, we had the NBA offseason where free agents were just moving around the yeah. league galore, getting yeah. paid, getting money. So we're talking about right now the players who are still under contract, whose team said, we recognize no. the value in you. And you and we're going to keep you. We're going to give you more years on your contract and more money so that you'll stay with us longer. We're not going to wait just for your contract. It's a good faith gesture. Yep. And can I tell you... Um, the Boston Celtics must love them some Jalen Brown. You remember how he was our dope person years mm-hmm. ago? And the reason, I think this is why he got paid more money than was, than what is reflective of his play on the court. He's just a really smart guy and probably level-headed and good to have in the locker room. Yeah. He got paid. You ready for this? Let's do it. Four years. Four years. $115 million. <gasps> Those numbers what? are too high. E- Those are very high numbers. Those are potential numbers. Those are numbers that say... We believe in you and what you'll do in the future for us, including this season. We- that has historically not worked out yeah. for any team I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, can't, I genuinely can't think of one. Mm-mm. I hope he's he breaks that because I, I think he's fantastic. Yeah, and as a he, person, I think he's one of my favorite people in right. the league. I think he has a lot to work on on the court, though. Yeah, he's good. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but, but not he's in the NBA. Of course, he's not, good. Not just physically, but psychologically. Are you ready to be that dude? They're yeah, handing they're, you keys. They're making you the face of the the the, the franchise. If they can get Jason Tatum to be his. You know, those two to work in tandem. To be like the Michael and the Scotty of of, Kemba Walker, too. I mean, are you really about to pay? I mean, that's a choice, Boston. Go ahead, Danny Ainge. All right. Swing that cash. Do you. So that is what. And and Pascal Siakam, yo, four years, $130 million. No. I mean, he he killed it, though. You killed it in the playoffs, and they just lost their MVP. So, yeah, you are the face of the Toronto Raptors now. Siakam. This dude came from Cameroon. I'm into it. Just barely started playing basketball I'm before. Into it. And now he's getting $130 million. Congratulations, my dude. Talk about a come up. You do all he did was hustle, run, rebound, and dunk. He what? did a couple of shots here or there. He worked yeah. on his shots. But I'll tell you this. 
what they'll tell you about him in Toronto is he is one of the hardest working down to earth guys. And he came in after his first year and said, how do I get better at shooting? I want to get better at shooting. And so he kept working and working and working. They respect his grit, his hustle, his integrity to the game. So let it be known, NBA players and just general basketball players or athletes out there. If you're like Jalen Brown and Pascal Siakam, where your play isn't necessarily all-star money, Mm -hmm. but your attitude is that of a solid teammate? Yeah, we'll give you some. We'll give you more than you're worth because yeah. you're worth more than just your play. Right. That's how some players say chemistry. Up. Derek Fisher. Chemistry. How did Derek play for so many years? Yep. You he know, knew what to do in the locker room. You'll never hear someone say he was one of the greatest point guards of all time. Nope. But he played mega years because of how he was in the locker room. And he sh- and when he needed to, he showed up. Mm-hmm. Makes me wonder well. why Carmelo doesn't have a job. Again, I've said it before. Yeah. It's the bad juju yeah. and probably pride. You right? Can, you can. There's no question. You can play. You're better than yeah more players than not in right. this league. When we do our cap update, you know, does mm-hmm. Cap have a job? Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin Kaepernick. That's a different. Like he can play. He's not playing because the league's racist. Right. Um, let's call that what it is. Right. Carmelo's not playing because yes, Carmelo's a great athlete. He's just not someone that you want on his team, mm. on your team. Mm. A team that you need to trust one another. A right. team, a team where you need to know that like when I'm off, you need to be on. You know, or like if I'm mm-hmm. off, I have to learn to be on, not off. Like, or if I know that hey, I'm having a bad day, you might my teammate needs to be the star, and not ball hog. We miss Jeremy Lin, uh, who's doing really, really great in China. Now. In China, yeah, he's doing. He's a great market for him. Mm-hmm. Um, the only player who has spoken recently candidly about Carmelo has been Dame Lillard, who said, "I tried to ask him to come to Portland two years ago. Mm-hmm. He said no and went to Oklahoma City. Then I asked him again after Oklahoma City to come play with us, and he went to Houston. Mm-hmm. So now that he has no job, I'm done reaching my hand out. Dame's got grit. Speaking of Dame." Yeah, can we? Can we? Yo, boys got bars. Go. But tell people about Dame. If you forgot. Dame Dollar. I'm sorry. Damian Lillard, also known as Dame Dollar, is a uh, basketball player of the Portland Trailblazers um, who just a fantastic player, had, had some wild game plays last year uh, specifically in the playoffs mm. um really good guy young guy face of the franchise of the portland trace trailblazers personally i've seen him play it is unreal to see him play it's awesome um can i tell you in his contract extension uh-huh. yes the portland trailblazers are about to offer him oh sorry they did offer him yeah, like, they already a f- offered it. a four-year uh-huh. 191 million dollar extension Four years. Mm-hmm. 100. Ugh. And he still has two years, 62 million remaining on his contract. So it's on top of so, the 62. Yes. We're talking about 250 million, mm-hmm. roughly over six years. Yeah. Do, do that, that math. That sucks. Do, do that math. That, that's 40-ish mil a year. Yeah, that's, that's tough, man, because... You know, that's not a lot of money when you think about it. But thank God you have that Adidas deal. And, you know, 
put out some albums here put out some albums here and there that are fire so he not only like as we mentioned blake griffin does comedy on the side as a comedian dame is is a actually a fantastic rapper really good very good his flow is his tone his Mm. flow his rhymes is it's all fire content it's and it's not like bs content like genuinely good content yeah which I'm, it's which I'm a fan very of. impressive. Very impressive. So I heard that he had a little spit, spit off, a spin off, a spit off, a, uh, uh, a, a battle, a, a battle, a rap battle. It's not a rap battle, but it's there's, a beef. Some, there's some, there's some beef, right? There's, the young people call it beef. The beef, the beef, the, um, it's not a cipher. It's just, they had beef. Okay. Beef with a, with, a, with a, you know. An old, an older guy. A Shaquille O'Neal. A Shaquille, a Shaquille. Doctor, I heard. Doctor Shaq Mm O'Neal. Damien, on one of his songs, said, I couldn't find the exact lyric, but it's something of da-da-da-da-da, set up, set up, set up. Kobe won you those rings. Right. And we all know how that Kobe Shaq thing plays out. Generally, Kobe doesn't like it when people say Shaq won him those rings. Right. Shaq apparently doesn't like it when people say Kobe won those rings for right. him. I mean, Kobe even recently said that like he wished that Shaq wasn't as lazy. And that was a conversation. It's just like, right. Kobe, just stop. It's just they're both so sensitive. So sensitive. I and wish. so prideful. Oh my God. Can you guys just accept that you're two of the best tandem players we've ever one seen one of the best duos period i would say if you told me i only have two players the two on two match to the death i'd take shaq and kobe i i know there's steph and clay out there i know there's mike and scotty you it's know just shaq normally was... i would uh, you know normally i would pick mike and mm-hmm. mike and scotty mm-hmm. but like on a on a very pragmatic like who would i pick shaq and kobe makes the most sense dude just Un, they were unstoppable. So anyway, Dame said Kobe won you those rings. Shaq also has a rap history. He has put out albums, and he is not done yet. So he put out several things on a his second round knockout freestyle that he put out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went back and forth for a little bit. This is the the one that was I think the last one. And he said, uh, "You rap because you need it, dog. I do it for the sport." When you run, I see that tampon string in your shorts. Shaq made several references to female genitalia when referring to Damien. He's not so, so woke around so, this. So he, so Shaq mentioned the female genitalia, specifically the strongest like thing that probably exists on this earth that gives life, that doesn't break when you sit on it weird. It withstands a lot of uh, force. Mediocrity sometimes. I like what you did there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what he's referencing. Mm. So uh, he's yeah he, uh, he made I don't want to even get into it. He referenced camel toe. He said queef. There's some stuff in there that <gasps> someone needs to meet with him about and say Shaq. As long as you represent the TNT network, you <laughs> cannot rap like we need you to rap like Will Smith. <laughs> that was we, what like you need to, Will Smith level. Okay, he had some bops. Okay. Uh, he tells Dame to call him Dr. Diesel. I mean, he is a doctor. Yeah, he's the big diesel and plans to bring Lillard in for his annual pap smear. That's what he I'm said. done. Do you respect women, sir? I need <laughs> you to reel it in, okay? Um, they were going back and forth. 
but that's not great, buddy. He said some stuff about him not winning and your game is weak. Um, I can tell that your flow. I can tell in your flow that you're rattled. How you a battle rapper when you real job ain't when you know battles. Saying you don't win anything. He continued, and you shoot too much. Dudes on your team hate it. Keep talking. I'll make a phone call. Get you traded. He just got a two hundred fifty million dollar contract. Yeah, so he's, he's not, not going to trade he's, it. He's no one can afford traded. him. No one can afford this man. Um, there's a. <laughs> he did a random shot at Chris Paul. <laughs> Why? I, I I I don't know. But he goes. He goes. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna do to you what Rondo did to Chris Paul. Oh no! Reference reverend the fight that happened. Yes. At Staples Center. I love that. That's oh, oh my god! And then uh, I rest my case was the last part that he put in on that. I mean, oh, and Damien and one of his lines said, "Oh man, can we lay off the women?" He said, "Sensitive." I almost confused you with Lisa Leslie. How you swing on Chuck Charles Barkley and then try to be his bestie? Um, people get over things, Damien. Yeah, there's that. It's just and, for sport. Um, it's not personal. Q-tip. Quit taking it personal. Yeah, seriously. Um, all your closest folks need to come with an intervention. The general's commercial's a little overextended. Oh, Jesus Christ. So it's fun. It's uh, all fun, but it's just like, it's also, come on, boys, let's be better. <sighs> general's car insurance. Um, so that's the beef that happened over the summertime. Um, what else we got here? Oh, do you want to talk about the milestones that are going to yeah. potentially happen this year? Yeah. Okay, so the NBA.com released just six milestones to watch for for this season. Mm-hmm. The 2019-2020 season uh, from LeBron, Steph, Pop, teams. It's, it's going to be interesting. So the first one is that LeBron could pass Kobe in all-time scoring list. Where is Kobe? Kobe's third? Uh, I believe so. Because Kareem, Carl, Malone, and then Kobe? The KKK? Yes. Kareem, Carl, Kobe? Yeah, we got to break that up. Yeah, we got to make that that's not, Le- that's not Le- okay. That's not good. So currently, uh, James, uh, LeBron James is at 32,543 points. LeBron James. Who would need 41 games to pass Brian's 33,443 points. People will be dropping buckets yeah and carmelone oh my computer just went funky um carmelone yeah kareem is kareem carmelone kobe at this point carmelone is thirty six thousand. Mm-hmm. a little closer to 37 and kareem is thirty eight thousand. So, okay so that's something that's going to happen potentially i, I am likely, so actually. excited uh so he'll, yeah lebron would be third and check these numbers out it's it's gnarly. Third, he'll be third on in, his seventeenth season, all time. Third in points, season. eighth in assists, fourth in field goals made, fifth in free throws made. That's surprising. Um, and then minutes played, he'll be seventh all time. That's, if he plays one more season after this, well, he's under contract for two more after mm-hmm. this. He'll be number one on a lot of these lists. Yep, this is wild. Um, I pray that he continues to be healthy and is please. Yeah, that's all I care Keep for. Keep giving us basketball. Yeah. Um, can't wait for Space Space Jam too. Westbrook on. Why the, do you have to do that? What? Why? Why do you have to do that? What are you talking about? Why do you have to bring that up? Bring what up? Alice, we're gonna be in a fight. 
This is annoying. What are you talking about? You got you become it. Come in with some bars. I'll, sh- I'll flame you like Shaq. Let's go. Um, we we got uh, Westbrook is on the cusp of history. Okay. We know him to be the triple double machine. Again, he, you think he's gonna do it? He is tied with Magic Johnson for 138 triple doubles all time in their career. Number one is Oscar Robertson with 181. Yep. It's gonna be hard to catch that. But with one more triple double, Russell Westbrook becomes the all time leader and well probably, the second all time leader. Probably will happen the first game. Uh yeah. It's like probably in the first half. Yeah. Uh <laughs> the so third straight potentially third straight scoring crown for James Harden. Okay. Um, so right now he's in the camp of um, potentially to join the camp with uh Jordan McCain, Neil Johnson, Bob McAdoo. Uh, George Garvin, Michael baby. Jordan, and Kevin Durant, all are those people. Um, but as far as streak consecutive, um, the highest one is uh, Michael Jordan and Will Chamberlain, who both have seven, like, in a row. Makes sense. Because. Makes a lot of sense. Because they, they're them. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's do some team stuff, right? Let's do well, it. Well, actually, no, let's talk about the coaches. Greg Popovich, coach mm-hmm. for the San Antonio Spurs, has coached that team for 23 consecutive seasons. Wow. His hair has gotten grayer and grayer by the time. He's also been coached for Team USA basketball, men's basketball. Yes, yeah. He is a, a legend. He's been coaching since 1996 one of the, with the one Spurs. One of the goats when it comes to coaches. He is currently tied for first all-time with Jerry Sloan, longtime coach of the Utah Jazz, with this season, uh, will be twenty third or twenty fourth? Uh, this will be his twenty. Wait, Popovich led the Spurs to the playoffs in twenty two of his first season. Twenty seven. So this will be um, his twenty. So this will be his twenty third. Yeah. yeah. So he'll be tied with Jerry Sloan this year and plays one more year or uh, coaches one more year. He'll be first all time after this season. That's amazing. Cool. And what about the actual Spurs? It'll be 22 consecutive playoff appearances um, with the uh, tying with Philadelphia 76ers. They've done that, too. Yeah. Of the looks like the 50s through the 70s. Yeah. So yeah. before both of our times. Yeah, for sure. I, I was going to say, I don't remember Philadelphia being that good ever. So <laughs> like, what's uh, that? <laughs> oh, y'all were good. Um, San Antonio. Yeah. I've never in our lifetime. I've never not seen them in the playoffs. Yeah. Count them out all the time. They're still in the playoffs. Yep. Good. Greg Popovich has coached that team for 23 years. They have made the playoffs for 22 consecutive years. What a rich basketball franchise. And I think I even, I don't know, I saw this somewhere where they said the Spurs have missed, and since their career, ABA Spurs to now, Mm -hmm. what, 50-something seasons Mm -hmm. they've had? They've missed the playoffs four times. They have five championships. Yeah, says something. What? What? It's amazing. Wild. Um, longevity matters. Uh, that's kind of what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. So, can we just say? Say it. Uh, Mr. Vince, Vince Carter. Yes. Is going to become the player with the most NBA seasons played. I think this is his 21st, which is tying Kevin Durant and Dirk. Well, it says here, doesn't include the 2019-20 season. Oh, shoot. It's, it is going to be 
Oh my. He's Oh well. As soon as he steps foot on this court and plays this year, he will be he will have played twenty two seasons in the NBA, which is the most of any player ever. That's wild. Vince Carter. He just loves the game. He honestly does. And you know what? He is a prime example of someone who was a star mm-hmm. for his team, mm-hmm. dunking mm-hmm. every second, mm-hmm. and just doing all these different things, mm-hmm. and knowing his role has changed mm-hmm. as the years have gone through. Gracefully. Gracefully. Mm-hmm. Mentoring people along the way. Right. Like, knowing that, hey, I'm in this team for a couple years, this team for a year, this team, and like... And enjoying his time, being non-problematic, not having any diva moments. Not telling Jeremy Lin to stop touching the ball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that too specific? Maybe. But I'm let not, me I'm help. Just, it's just a general statement. It's a general statement. It's a general, it's a general like, statement. Unlike Carmelo. Oh. oh do you oh, want me to just say it? Let oh, me just say it. I wasn't talking about Carmelo. Oh, I was right. just, I was just saying just, in general oh, people. Oh, in general, right. Because you know, Carmelo they, would have never said that to Jeremy Lin during no, Insanity in the New York I era. I hadn't heard that. But this this picture of him as he's signing this contract with the it's Atlanta amazing. Hawks, he's smiling. He just he's, said it. He said, like, I'll stop playing when I stop enjoying it, is he's, what he said. And I'm just like, yo. I love that. He played a game the other night for exhibition at Madison Square Garden. He dropped, what was it, four to six threes in a row from way beyond the arc. Sure. Boom, boom, boom. He just kept drilling. You know that man is still training. Like, it, like yeah. it's his first season. His body is in great condition. Yep. He's, what, 42? 42, 43, something like that. Yeah. He also, most games played in NBA history. Vince Carter this year, if he plays all 82 games... Will become, doing the math real quick, he will the become third. the second. Is it? Mm-hmm. He'll pass John Stockton, Dirk Nowitzki, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar if he plays all 82 games. He won't pass Robert Parrish. Dude played so long. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, no, he would. Vince, Vincent Carter. My God. Do it. Um, and he's also one of the more older players. Mm-hmm. Um, in the NBA as well. My God, he's forty-two years and seventy-four days. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Steph is seeking more three-point records. What a bum! Um, I don't know. Stop being so damn lazy. Yeah, so that's how most three-pointers in the NBA history. Currently, Steph has two thousand four hundred eighty-three, and above him is Reggie Miller and Ryan and Ray Allen. Heard of them. Uh, let's see how many. Let's see. He's at two hundred. Yeah, you said. So he's a little bit less than a hundred behind Reggie. He'll definitely. He'll definitely be two. Crush that in November. Um, and then. And then from there, Ray, he has to do like four hundred plus. How many? Let me look up real quick. How many he averages in a season? Because now Clay's not playing. Steph's just gonna be jacking up threes. Right. I mean, he's got. He's got um, D'Angelo Russell, but still, Steph Curry stats. Steph Curry averages ballpark um, three pointers. Three. Uh, no, I went total NBA reference dot com. Three pointers made. So he, in his yeah, he makes about forty three point six percent of his uh, three pointers that he shoots. Yeah, his percentage is dope, but he's. Uh, his highest season. Though his, had, though his brother is brothers is higher. Yeah, Seth. Seth be 
drilling them too. Everybody forgets. His highest season of three-pointers made was 402. Mm. But he is hovering. Oh, he had a 325. He's going to pass those two. He'll be in second. He won't pass Ray Allen this year. That'll be a next year thing. Yep. Oh, wow. Dude. It's going to be fun when that and all of those things happen. And all of those games will hopefully be um, televised for us to watch. Actually, all the games are televised. Hopefully, it's televised in a, you know channel that we can watch mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um last but definitely not least we should probably swim through the playoff picks and champion yes yeah. so, okay so here's the thing it is the beginning of the season right we usually talk about it you know um throughout the season because obviously things change people get hurt trades happen lots of lots of things occur sure during the basketball a lot of season. variables you can't control right but right now with what we know what do you think who do you think is going to be your... Thank you for sharing this, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, so, if you look at it, should we just do, like, who's going to make it to the playoffs yeah. on the East Coast? Yeah. Okay. Because I don't want to do placements right now. Yeah. I, it's, that's too hard to yeah. look into the glass ball. I think... Uh, let's start with the East, because who cares? Um, oh. It's going to be... <laughs> Wow. Boston, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Philadelphia. I'm counting. So I have to do eight, right? Right. So you have to do eight. Boston, Brooklyn, Top Philadelphia, eight teams. Toronto, um, Detroit, mm-hmm. Milwaukee, Orlando, and then I guess Indiana. Those are mm. my Indiana. Indiana is the one that I wouldn't have chosen. Yeah. You know what I would have chosen outside of Indiana? Who? A team I shouldn't choose. The Bulls? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just because I want to dream. I agree with everything. I agree with everything you said except for Indiana. Um, You know what? I feel bad leaving Miami off of that list because I feel like Jimmy Butler's going to have a great year. He is. Um, I'll take Indiana off of there. I'll put Miami in there. Ah, No. Indiana doesn't. Indiana's good. It might be Detroit. Detroit might not make it. You really think so? They didn't make it last year. That's true. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say Miami. Yeah, not Detroit. Okay. In the West, Golden State, Clippers. Well, I shouldn't be so cavalier. Hang on, Alex. Slow your roll. Utah, Portland. Spurs. Den- uh, mm, hang They've on. worked hang with less. They've hang, worked with less. You're right. I've seen them with three-legged dogs on the court. <laughs> um, let's do Utah, Portland, Denver. Mm-hmm. Denver's always that sleeping giant that they're, comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, crap, I forgot about that whole team. They'll never win it, but they're really good. Yeah. Houston. Uh, yeah, San Antonio. Lakers, Clippers, Warriors. Done. I agree with your Western Conference for sure. It's easy. Uh, because that's easy. Who do you think is going to make it out in the West? And who's going to make it out in the East? Um, I'm going to say Eastern Conference is going to be the 76ers. Okay. Because they got Al Horford. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Ben Simmons became Steph Curry over the summer. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ben Simmons making a three-pointer. Making that it one time? Easy. That one time we should all rejoice, and then um, I'm gonna say the Clippers make it out of the West. 
I want it to be the Lakers. I really do. I want to see Lakers, 76ers. I want to see Anthony Davis against Joel Embiid, two big men who can shoot. I want to see LeBron against his boy Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see those. I teams. think it's going to be the Clippers in the West. But the Clippers are so the dang Clippers are going to come out. I'm saying it right now. I, the East is I'm unsure of. I'm uncertain of what the East is going to be. 76ers make sense, maybe. But maybe the Nets, because the Nets are scrappy. Without Kevin Durant? You never know. I don't know about that. I mean, without Kevin Durant, I always forget that he's not playing right. <laughs> some days. Moral um, support. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Um, Wrigley, come here, Bubba. Um, but for sure in the West, I... I am betting. If I was a betting person, mm-hmm. I would say Clippers are coming out a bit. What? Yeah. What makes you so confident? I just think that team, the way in which Kawhi was eventually moved over there, and then we had um, Paul George, and what they're doing, and what Doc is doing with that team, mm-hmm. I think it is. They're, they have they have an X factor that none of us can pinpoint. Mm-hmm. Outside of obviously the X fact, like the factor of Kawhi mm-hmm. and him being a fantastic, um, fun guy. <laughs> yes, um, he's super fun. He's a fun guy, and he life he, of the locker room. Yeah, just killing it. He's an X factor in that. So, so there's him who's like the player that I think is going to continue to be this quiet assassin that continues to blow your mind on the court and then go home and do his own thing. He's just doing laundry when he goes home. His family doesn't even know he plays in the NBA. That's no. how that's how low key is about his NBA career. Right. Um and so so there's Kawhi, but I also think the X factor of like the personalities that are currently there with Kawhi potentially being this like very quiet non-leader leader. Mhm is going to be interesting. It's something that we've never seen before. And we saw it, a, a glimpse of it in Toronto mm-hmm. with him there. So now seeing it with Doc, mm-hmm. you know, in the docket, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be cool. And I think when Paul George comes off of injury. Yeah, it's it's done. Paul George is so scrappy. And that, and that is, you know, I, my and, and I don't wish injury on any player, whether I love them or hate them. Mm-hmm. I hope he recovers well and he comes back knowing mm-hmm. he's good to come back. Right. Not when the not when just the doctors and the trainers say that he's good to come back when he feels good and ready to come back. Oh, yeah. Um, which I know he will. Like yeah. that's I don't think. And I'm sure um, Kawhi will make sure that is the case. because That's how Kawhi is. Right. Did you see Kyrie's comments about Kevin Durant? No. Uh, when they were asking Kyrie at Media Day mm-hmm. about Kevin's injury and his timetable on coming back, Kyrie said, We all know Kevin was not ready to play. Oh, yes, I did hear about this. Yeah. And he should not have been back on the no, court. No, he shouldn't. Kevin will rest this year. Until he's ready to come Until back. Until he's ready to come back. And Hell I will yeah. make sure that nobody tells him or pressures him to come back. I will make sure of that. And that's just a that's a brotherhood thing. That mm-hmm. is, I want my brother to be good regardless. I'll, you know, hold down the fort. Right. But I mean, I I get it. I get it. But I would say that's my pick at the end of the day. It's going to be 
it's going to be the Clippers. Sixers Clippers? I don't know about the Sixers. Like genuinely the East Coast, it literally could be the Bulls at this point. Uh, it's not going to be. But You know, who's your pick? I'll say Sixers Clippers and you say Clippers. For sure. Um you know what? You like the so, Nets. I do like the Nets. I want the Nets to I, come out of the but East. But I think I like it might. You know, I'll give it. You know what? Because I like them. I'll give it to the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, what did I just do? I really disregarded the Milwaukee Bucks like they are nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give the MVP his oh, his dues. Man. That's my pick. You know what? Fine. That's You know what? I... I you can Forget. agree with me. You can agree no, with me. I think you probably, if we were betting in Atlantic City right now, yours is the safer bet. Yeah. I will. Yours is the yours is a riskier bet I'm for sure. Put Philadelphia over Milwaukee. Let's see what y'all got. Okay. Uh, and then Jimmy Butler comes through and torches everyone. I'm going to the playoffs now. Jimmy Butler is going to have. I love I can't, the chip on that shoulder. Of I that can't dance. wait to watch the Miami Heat also this love year. Also, shoulders is very sexy. Mm-hmm. 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 I can't believe I said that on He mic. looks like a black guile. A black guile? Have you seen uh, you Street Fighter? I've Street. never played Street Fighter. I've never seen Street Fighter. What is Street Fighter? Some of our fans out there get this and they're laughing really hard. Yeah. Because they know what guile looks like and yeah. they know what Jimmy Butler looks like <laughs> and they are crying right now. Um, I'll Google it so later. So it's not for you, but I just, that's fine. I just, you know, I, I like to disappoint the people in my life with the things I have seen and not seen. It's pop culture related and I shouldn't throw that at you. We know. Because hey, for once, you know something that I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> Over it. Let's um talk about dope people. Hell yeah, let's talk about All our right. dope people this week. Great. folks it is our third and final segment it is our dope person or people of the week where we pick a person or a group of people that have done something dope and we want you to know about them and give them the props that they need and i believe sir you are up first who are is your dope person slash are your dope people going along with the theme we had for our dabbling section into it of an all-female uh heavy content section for dabbling i want to stick with that for two outstanding astronauts one christina koch and it might be coke not sure christina coke k-o-c-h okay okay and jessica meyer okay they have made history by completing the first ever all-female spacewalk hell yeah they did walked out there to uh repair replacing a failed power control unit on the international space station yo they went to repair something it was a fixed they didn't need a man to do that no wow inspirational yeah so um she already miss coke already carried out four spacewalks but it was the first such mission for dr meyer who became the 15th woman to walk in space wow so they had about what they've had mm, 224 i want to get this right 227 people have walked the united uh in general regardless of nationality out in space those are all men except for 14 cool 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 cool. yeah 14 women identifying people so uh jessica meyer became the 15th and the two of them together uh, they didn't have a man. They didn't need a man. The two of I them did it themselves. We ladies did it themselves. The ladies mm. can't do it themselves. Yeah. So congratulations to them. President um forty five said um <laughs> What did he say? Mm, 
they're the worst nasty women. No, he didn't say that. I was like, what? He said, <laughs> he said, you are very brave, brilliant women. For, okay. For fixing stuff. Would he say that to two men? That they're brave? I don't know if he would. Yeah, just... But he'd probably say they're brilliant, but... Would he say that they're brave? No, I don't think so. 213 other men did the same thing. Yeah. They're not that brave. Yeah. Very cool. Congratulations. I love it. Astronauts. What do you um, call them? I don't know what you would, call them. Would love to see more women and women of color and gender non-conforming folks go into the sciences and make this world better because y'all are going to fix it. These white men ain't doing anything, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. Okay. Say it again. So my dope person is none other than Miss Lily Singh mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. YouTube yeah. era yeah, um, and such. The reason why I picked Lily... Um, there's a lot of things about her I think people like either love either you like love her or you hate her hmm. because of like her energy is like a lot she's a Toronto she's very extroverted yeah super extroverted she's a Punjabi um Punjabi Canadian, Canadian. Mm-hmm. I was like is that how I say it because I'm so Punjabi used to saying Canadian. like Indian American you know right right uh Punjabi which is also Indian um Indian Canadian um w- woman who bisexual woman who um mm. Who just recently was given her own late night talk show on NBC. That's cool. Called Late with Lily. Uh-huh. Um, and she's like making it her own, you know, still doing the talk show like desk situation thing, mm-hmm. but still doing her own thing, which I think is just d- dope to see because growing up, I didn't never saw a person that looked like me on TV outside of Apu, mm-hmm. which is not mm-hmm. a great it's depiction tough. of That's that. Tough. And then there's like Aladdin, which is like the closest thing to like mm-hmm. a brown mm-hmm. storyline. Right. Um then as I got a little bit older, there was the, there's Mindy Kaling in The Office. Um, and, you know, now Mindy's doing her own, like, show, um, I think maybe through Hulu, where she, like, did an open casting where she needed a brown girl. I thought as... you said open casket for a second. I was like, <laughs> what? No, open casting. So so there was Mindy Kaling, and then there's other um, actresses and actors that have come up in the ranks as brown people mm-hmm. um as themselves but like they themselves identify as they see south asian or part of the larger they see diaspora um and which is super super cool and to see someone like lily be as successful as she is from like she started doing her youtube stuff because she was depressed right and from there was one of the highest paid YouTubers and then now she is doing her own show. Um, there's, I think, a lot of conversations people have had with her, how she appropriates black culture with the way she, like, braids her hair and things like that. But I don't think people realize that, like, braiding, which I found out recently, was very big in the... It is very big in the Punjabi community um, because that's what that's what men do. They braid their hair in their turbans. Um, th- again, things that I wouldn't know because I, myself, am not a practicing Sikh. But um, but anyway, I'm super proud of her. I'm super proud to see a positive role model like her um, be in the limelight and being successful. So that's great. Kill it, Lily. And she's also very beautiful, I think. And she came like in her first episode of the show. She's like, yeah, everyone's talking about how I'm the first bisexual, like desi Indian person. And I was just like, you're bisexual. I had no idea. That's super cool to be again mm. to be a brown girl to talk about like, yeah, I like girls, too. Like. That's that is not it's groundbreaking. Normal. It is right. not something that people in our community talk about. Right. And so for her to just be like, "Yep, this is what I am. Look at the tattoos I have. I have a dog. I live on my own. I'm doing things that are creative." 
she's not a doctor married to a nice brown Punjabi boy. Right. You know, living in the suburbs of right, Canada. Right. So, super dope. I deal. appreciate you. That's cool. Yeah. Ladies holding it down on the first podcast of the season. I am not mad about it. We could do this One all the time. I'm fine with it. Bit. I love it. Cool. Well, this was an awesome cast. It was great to come back and be back into the swing of things. Um, folks, if you haven't from the top subscribe to us make sure you do so on all of our subscribing platforms mm-hmm. follow us on all of our social media platforms mm-hmm. we appreciate y'all we're excited for the season we're excited for good vibes and good energies more life more prosperity for everybody anything that you would like to end off the night with follow Jennifer Aniston on Instagram wow that is what you're gonna end off with for our first guest of the season homegirl's out here she is 50 <laughs> she is trying new things please support her oh wow that's that was what, the last thing I thought that was gonna come out of Alex's mouth I wanted to give the people a curveball something I, to look forward you know to Jennifer if you see the spike that's the dabbling and dribbling spike you're welcome please sponsor us I <laughs> Alright folks, thanks for listening Be dope and we'll catch you later See ya